0: A production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What are some innovative ways that you can engage fellow employees? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect the podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host, and I'm joined on this episode by Sabrina Combs, who is the community and. En- Employee, and we said this was a mouthful. Community and Employee Engagement Coordinator with Matanuska Electric Association in Alaska. Thank you for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it is a mouthful. (laughs) It's a Uh, long title.
0: Well, it can only go, uh, it can only get better from here because I've already gotten the the first mistake out of the way there. But uh, thank you for joining me. We are here at the NIC uh, conference uh, with NWPPA here in Portland. And so, as always, if you hear any of the uh, extemporaneous noise, uh, it's not background noise, it's ambiance, is what I like. That's right.
1: A lively crew.
0: So it has been a lively crew for sure. Uh, So Sabrina, um, thanks for taking the time. You had a session yesterday called internal communication, lights, camera, action. And really internal communications is something I don't think we've spent quite enough time on, quite enough episodes on in this podcast, but it's a super important thing, whether an organization is the size of of your uh, co-op or the size of, um, you know, much smaller why do you feel like uh, internal communications is such an, such an important thing for you guys?
1: Right. Um, well, so I think that it's super important just to keep people connected, especially in today's world, people are working from home. Um, our service territory in Alaska is the size of West Virginia. Wow. Um, so we have five offices spread out across a very large distance with 206 employees. And so making sure that everyone's hearing the same message, um, and getting the news in a, in a reasonable time frame, um, Our internal communications, we try to keep them pretty consistent as far as when they come out in the month so they know when they can expect it. And we like to keep it fun. Uh, You know, there's important things you have to convey to your employees, but you also want to do some personal interest pieces um, so they can get to know their coworkers. Because a lot of people, you know, if they're working out at the power plant, they'll never come into the office and accounting, and so they're never going to meet each other. And um, so it's really um, a great way to keep people connected and learn more about their co-op.
0: So you guys were already, uh, I mean, that's about as spread out as I've ever heard, heard anybody. Oh, uh, Alaska is
1: big. <laughs> I've
0: heard. I've heard. Um, so how much, uh, what kind of impact did the pandemic have on a group that was already pretty used to um, working uh, dispersed like that?
1: You know, um, work. Continued pretty pretty easily But um, it was that sense of Community that we kind of lost you know sure. um, You know whenever we had a new employee In the past they, they got to do the Tour of the whole company and go meet everybody And that went by the wayside and so um, Working from home Was a challenge as far as making sure People still felt appreciated We were still keeping up on everything um, But everyone seemed, everyone's Mostly back in the office now um, For us so um, yeah
0: Got it so uh, let's talk specifically. Your session yesterday um, talked about some ways that you guys are using technology to engage uh, employees. And as we were talking about it before we hit the record button, I like the uh, I like the idea. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it.
1: So we had done a um, email based just newsletter with graphics and uh, different interest pieces for several years, um, probably about a decade. And um, basically, the change came about when we got a new um, person in charge of PR. She came from a news background. And so she was really comfortable with video and she said, we should turn this into a video newscast and, you know, make it look like you're sitting at a news desk. And, um, you know, we cut it the same way that you would watch a newscast at night, Sure. Um, but just make it fun and more engaging so that people can not only read what they're supposed to read, but see some fun stuff, too.
0: Got it. So what was the uh, what was it like making that happen? Getting it started, we'll talk about each individual episode. But you make a decision like that, and I'm sure there's a lot <laughs> went into getting ready for that.
1: Yeah, first just getting people's buy-in. Um, you know, sure. Executive staff was fine with it; they don't care what we do as long as we're getting the the consistent messaging out. But. Sure. You know, nobody wants a camera shoved in their face. There's very few people that are instantly comfortable with that. So, um, making sure that we were getting, you know, the trust of our employees that we're not going to make them look dumb and we're not going to, you know, we're going to let them, we're going to film as many times as it takes so that they can get a good shot and they can get their message across. But um, yeah, I, I mean. I do a lot of, I'm kind of loud and obnoxious at work anyway, so everyone kind of expects me to come by with (laughs) with a camera shoved in their face. So, um, yeah, it it was a different transition, but also about two, we started in January of 2020. And so in March, (laughs) everything changed. And it kind of, it was kind of a blessing that we had already started this because um, people, first viewership went way up. Um, people were really paying attention to getting all the information because we were starting to transition to working at home, and we were closing right. offices. And so it was a really, you know, they were soaking up every bit of information they could. Um, so it was it was kind of um, a nice thing that we were doing it because we didn't get to see each other in the offices anymore. And so I would do interviews by Zoom um, or, you know, go out to the field workers that were outside and do some filming there. And it was just a nice way for people to actually be able to see each other versus... Uh, just reading an email.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, what did you guys see? You launch it, and then I'm assuming that you're you're looking at some of the metrics, or you can see some of what's what's going on in terms of readership and those kind of things. What What did you see from folks? Sound, sounds like, in a weird way. That was kind of the perfect time to start.
1: It really was, yeah, (laughs) without even knowing it. Yeah, so we use MailChimp as our our email platform for designing the newsletter and then sending it out Um, because of the metrics. They have some really great analytics on there. Yep. And we were sitting for, I mean, easily the last three to four years at about 40 to 50% clicks uh, on opens, Um, which, you know, you have your field employees that are never going to check an email. You always have employees that are just never going to check their email. Sure. Um. But you'd like for it to be higher than that. You'd like them, them yeah. too. Yeah, you'd like it to be 100%, but you yeah. know you're never going to make it. And so when we switched to video, that was kind of going to be the thing if if people aren't, because it is more of a time investment. And so if people aren't buying into it, we're going to go back to paper or to email newsletters. But sure. um, viewership um, is between 70 and 80%
0: hey. opens.
1: So um, wow. it's yeah and you could watch it spike uh you know in march of 2020 and then it stayed pretty pretty steady in the 70 percent range as far as opens and that is huge for us so um you know it's it's video is so easy to consume these days and you can you know the videos are anywhere from 9 to 14 minutes we try to keep it in the 10 minute range Um, people tend to (laughs) lose interest after that but you know our guys in the field all have iphones they have ipads so they can just click on a link and watch it as they can. You know, you see it up on people's desks and they just push and play when they have a second to watch it um, in between helping members and things like that. So.
0: Nice. So talk us through the production of it. Um, you know, was there some kind of software you had to buy? Was it pretty much already on the machines? And then on a uh, on the regular basis, you said it's monthly, monthly right? Yep, so, month. so talk me through the kind of the, the process of putting it together.
1: Sure. So it is a little bit more time consuming, of course, than writing an email newsletter. I would say that when I was writing one, I was spending six to ten hours a month just putting that together and sure. with video. I'd say it's anywhere from nine to 15 hours a month okay. um, for on episode. So it's not bad. Um, you know, I'm not making an Oscar worthy <laughs> production here, but <laughs> right, right. so um, my interviews that uh, I shoot out in the field, I do all with my iPhone um, and just, we have a tripod for it and a lav mic and... Um, a lot of them, I'm just editing on iMovie on your phone, which is just perfect software for making a quick video. Yeah. Um, and then for editing the entire thing and filming it, we um, we use Adobe Premiere Pro. So that's a little bit of an investment if you don't have the Adobe suite, but it's you know it's worth its weight in gold. So um, it's I'm sure that I'm not using even a fraction of the <laughs> different things that Adobe Premiere Pro can do, but. Right. Um,
0: but you don't need all of, you it, for, need for all this, of it You don't need all of it just
1: for this. It's something that's just going out to your employees. Um, but there's also a bajillion tutorials on YouTube for any little. I'm like, I need to know how to make that look awesome. And so you can just go on. And it's so it's super easy to use. Um, we had a nice camera that we had probably spent about $2,000 on for other projects that our cooperative that we were using to film initially. Mm -hmm. But since um, the pandemic, uh, we weren't able to go into the office and film. So I actually just use my laptop and open up a Zoom meeting. I use a virtual background that looks like a news desk and film it that way and then edit it in with all the small videos that I make. So
0: perfect. That sounds like a smart way to do it. It's easy. (laughs) No. Yeah. And uh, so then how far out, you, you know, this comes out Roughly what time of the uh, what time of the month, and then when? How far back are you getting started on this sure. to start putting the pieces together? Um, so one
1: of our like our favorite features in it is called shoutouts, where our employees can recognize each other for doing something above and beyond. Oh, nice! Um, and so that's something everyone really looks forward to. Yeah. And you know, you want to hear your name, or you want to be able to see that hey, I left that message for my for my coworker. Um, so we send out an email asking for content. Um, about two weeks before um, we start filming and so we get shout outs people send in if something interesting has happened that we didn't know about they send us that um, we do special interest pieces where we ask for specific pictures of like summer activities or back to school photos from the kids um, things like that and so we'll solicit that um, I do my interviews That's smart to get you know yeah. family and I mean you put yeah kids yeah, everybody's but, yeah new baby <laughs> announcements is like yeah. the number one thing anyone ever wants to see <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um And so, yeah, I do filming across about a week, and then takes about, you know, in between other work. I edit it over the next, like, four days and go through, has to get approved by HR, make sure I didn't say anything crazy. And, uh, yeah, and then we send it out. So we send it out about mid-month. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, as you know, once you get it, uh, once you get it going, once it's, uh, uh, going out there, um, you know, it seems, it seems to be very successful. Is this something, I know you said your coworker had some experience with video. Mm-hmm. Is this something that was remotely something you had done before? It was just kind of learning I, on the fly.
1: It was learning on the fly, especially the editing process. I mean, we've all made videos on our phones, but
0: sure.
1: you know, as far as like adding graphics and adding text at the bottom or subtitles or anything else like that, um, that was all new. And so, but you know, with software today, it can just be so user friendly that it's anyone can, do, especially using iMovie on your phone. Anyone can do that. My kids put together little movies, but, um, yeah, I think like if I look back at the original two or three episodes and now I look at what I'm doing now, it's, it's a lot cleaner. So you definitely get better. You get faster. Sure. You figure out new little tricks. Um, but you know, it's, it's it's a worthy production that people want to watch and yeah.
0: Yeah. We've talked a little bit about the metrics um but I don't know if you've gotten any other feedback or you know things that you you've heard or um you know folks that have have told you things about it or or do you think it's it's impacted the kind of the culture of uh of the organization at all for uh, for something like this?
1: I think it absolutely has um you know it's something that people actually really look forward to. Um, and with our, with MailChimp, you can like legit see who's never opening it. And so <laughs> I will straight up go, I'm like, what, what will it take to get you to open up this Here's video and a warning and watch to it?
0: anybody at Sabrina's co-op, right. she knows if I you're know. not watching. I'm
1: looking at it. And <laughs> so, um, it's, but it is nice because if it's, if I see that there's a whole department that's literally never watching it it's like, what can we do to appeal to you? And so once they start, you know, when you get people on there that you just don't think would ever go in front of a camera and they see their coworkers doing that, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And also just learning cool things about. Employees that you had no idea. We always do every month. We have a meet your coworker uh, feature where we feature just one employee and go in depth with them about their job and their home life. So that's really cool, and I think people really look forward to that. So we also do our best um, for special interest pieces to make it something that we can share externally as well. So that way you're getting the most bang for your buck. Sure, that's smart. So um, you know, if it's like a special month, we did a really great video for. Um, Native American Month and um, our Indigenous Peoples Month, and uh, we were able to share that to our social media platforms as well. So anything that we can do to um, perfect to, to leverage that, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I know that you guys are. Um, you said I think 200 plus employees, so per, yeah. pretty good size uh, organization. Uh, it, this is something if there's somebody maybe um, that's either you know along that size, uh, a whole bunch of employees, or even some of the smaller folks what advice do you have for folks if if they're thinking, well, our email newsletter, same thing, we don't get a lot of, what, you know, if they're doing a print, um, Mm -hmm. you know, hanging something up in the break room and they're just not getting the engagement, um, whether it's doing a video like this or just thinking outside the box to to engage folks, what advice do you have for folks who may be where you were, um, you know, last year when you just weren't getting the engagement you wanted?
1: Yeah, I think just definitely um, don't be afraid to mix it up. Um, You know, doing video can be daunting, but you know if, if you're not super comfortable there's someone in your com- in your company who's a superstar um, that you would never sometimes you wouldn't even know it our we have a feature every month with our HR director and he's hilarious. Well, you know, that's not a common trait with not HR usually. directors. <laughs> not and usually. It's just he, and so everyone enjoys seeing that because he's he always makes little jokes and it's just really funny. So you have these superstars in your organization, no matter how big or small it is, and just so find them out, find them and let them shine. Um, we had a great idea from someone in the class yesterday that was like, you know, I don't know if I want to do a 10-minute video every month, but maybe we could just do like a one-minute or a two-minute, you know, power minute. Uh, video once once a week and I'm like that's a great idea so you know there's ways to break it up there's ways to make it fresh um, and you can get people involved
0: I like it well Sabrina thank you for taking the time to to share the idea with me and with the folks who are listening thank you she is Sabrina Combs she is a community and employee engagement coordinator at Matanuska Electric Association I got it right that time on the the first (laughs) try I'm your host Andy Johns and until we talk again keep telling your story You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.